What is going on, guys? I want to welcome you to the 44th episode of the Paramount Podcast. It is your host, as always, guys, Thomas Michael Para, and I'm just going to get right into it. Um, I'm going to continue from yesterday's podcast because I think I need to clarify a few things. And um, guys, if you haven't listened to Andy Frisella's Real As Fuck podcast on the black box that he dropped yesterday, I encourage you to go and listen to that Um and get a few different perspectives on the gentleman and himself in that episode of what really, I believe, is going on um, and all the things that are going on because it the problem is not just racism, guys. There's a million different things going on here and I'm going to get into some of that. And I also just want to say that uh, currently at my... 34 years of age guys that all the places that I've seen people that I've met traveling the last 10 years in 25 countries um, you know this perspective and it's a perspective okay I'm not necessarily saying that anything is right or wrong what I'm saying is these are perspectives to to get us to think to get us to ask questions to get us to ask why are these things happening and getting to the root of these things um, that's solely what the Paramount podcast is as I have mentioned in the past so it's, it's it's just an engine of support that I'm able to give to others. Basically, I call it, it's the most underrated relationship podcast on earth. And I always say that human relations is the most important thing on earth. Truly understanding everyone on the deepest level is where change can be made. And this episode is no different It's just gathered perspectives that I believe are valuable and that should be looked upon, should be questioned, and can be used, guys. And I'm going to get into that. Um, and then just know this is all coming from my heart. And this is really like just just being honest. And uh, it's really the best that I've got, like that I can do. Um, I could not, I could do nothing and say nothing, but I don't see value in being silent. Um, I don't think silence is the answer. I think education and learning and asking questions is the answer. Um, so feel free to ask me any questions or share your viewpoints on this episode, good or bad or whatever. As I always say, I want to hear it all. And I've heard some opinions and that's why I'm back doing this episode here. Um, you know, I've seen other perspectives. I've learned new things. And I'm also here to share a few other ones. So let's get into it, guys. And, you know, in all honesty, I think that it's just sickening what is happening in the world. Um, it's just downright fucking disturbing. Um, and especially anyone who's ever seen that video of George Floyd um, would agree. It's fucking disgusting. It's murder. But the problem is more than 
racism alone. It's coming from all different angles, guys. And in all honesty, I think it's very hard to speak out when in con- when you're kind of in contrast as to what the masses are doing because I didn't post a little black square yesterday. And I understand the point of posting that black square, okay? It's a good place to start. But in my opinion, and I'm going to admit that when I actually changed um, yesterday's podcast title from All Lives Matter to, uh, fuck, I can't even remember right now. I'm so, I'm so emotionally engaged at the moment. What the fuck was the name? I don't even remember the name of yesterday's podcast. Son of a bitch. It was basically like, uh, be the word, uh, what was it? Be the, be the change in the, be the change that you want to see in the world. You know, lead by example. And that doesn't include being silent. Um, I understand the listening aspect, but in order to listen, you also have to ask questions to learn. And I learned, um, not that I didn't understand the perspective, and I did understand the perspective of yesterday about how all lives matter is different from black lives matter because right now the issue is currently specifically how black lives don't matter is what is going on at the moment and i can see how some people would believe that saying all lives matter is just a distraction from the problem that's going on right now which is black lives matter and in no way, shape, or form did I mean to disrespect anyone or anything with the title. And I have changed that title because I realized after and after getting a few other perspectives that how it could be perceived as a distraction from the real problem, which it's not. And I'll get into that. But I was also asked this morning by somebody that knows me what my background is what race am i what is my background randomly asked me out of nowhere i mean obviously because of the situation but right then and there it proved to me that this white gentleman who i know is a friend perceives me as not being white i don't know what he thought i never asked maybe he thought i was from the middle east or indian or uh, Native American, or I have no idea. Um, but I told him that I am Lebanese and Syrian and German and Austrian from my mother, and then my father is French and Irish. So you wouldn't say that I'm biracial, you would basically say that I'm mixed, I would assume. And I don't identify as being white because I have come across numerous times in my life, especially travel, especially with insecurity um, through airports and things of that nature. Um, Driving, I have been profiled. um, And it's when, when I have been singled out. And to nowhere to the degree of what 
some people go through. But I get it. And I also have been probably, you could say, predominantly raised in a white society. And I do have privileges. And I've spoke about privileges uh, two or three podcasts ago about how I know it's a privilege to have been born in Canada and then I'm Canadian and I can essentially travel more places than people who were born in other countries with different passports. And that's a privilege because in a sense, it was of no doing of my own to be born where I was and to have that privilege. And I realize all of my privileges that I have, the privileges to be able to travel, the privileges of the support of my family, which I speak of, as to how I have endless support in all the crazy-ass fucking adventures that I go and take the risks on. I have support backing me. That's why the podcast was started, to support everyone on a human level, not specific people, races, religions, men or women. I support all. And I want to get back to the black square and as I, how I have said that, I just said that it was maybe a good place to start. But posting a black square on social media and then allowing shit in your daily life to slide in front of you that you know is wrong, then you're part of the problem. And that's only part of the problem. We need to speak up in our lives in all areas when you are in friend and family settings where racial jokes or conversation comes up and you know that it's not right. You know that it's not right and you sit there quietly or maybe even partake in it due to peer pressure whatever the case may be, and it is your responsibility to speak up and tell your father or your mother or your aunt or your uncle or your grandmother or your grandfather that what they're saying is not right. That's where the problem is beginning. That's where one of the problems starts. Not from being silent, but from speaking up when you know something is wrong and doing and saying the right thing. Not silence. And to, to, to post this black square one day out of the year and then go back to your daily life of doing nothing in any other way to help others is the problem. What have you done the last 10 years to help anyone? Humans, not just races, but people. I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means. But I always strive to help in any way, shape, or form. Expecting nothing in return. That's one of the problems. 
One of the biggest problems, if we all just held ourselves responsible, we all have responsibilities. If we just all held ourselves responsible to do the right thing and when we see things, when you see violence, when you see a man physically abusing a woman in public, do you say anything? Do you stop it or you just let it happen? Do you pick up the garbage on the side of the fucking street when you see it, when you're out for a walk? Or do you just let it pass you? Do you hold doors for elderly or disabled people? Do you take shopping carts back after helping an old lady load groceries into her vehicle? It's all those things. It's the character. It starts there. It starts at home. It starts being parents, being role models, doing it daily in your everyday life, being the change that you want to be. Part of it starts, part of the problem is with the police and culture in some of the police stations. And don't get me wrong, I think 99% of all Policemen are good people, are great people. And it takes one or two to ruin it. But the problem is the leadership and the culture within the police station. And who are they letting in? In Andy Frisella's podcast, they had mentioned about how it takes a doctor seven years before they can essentially handle a human life. And it's something like six months to get into the police academy, to get a badge and to get a gun and to have ultimately the same power or more. Because not only can you... It's all it's up to their discretion. You got to do what I tell you to say. And then it goes on my word... So if you have some bad individuals getting into the police academy after only six months of training, and then given basically the power to take someone's life and not necessarily their actual life, but you could be putting them in prison for life, and it's all based on their word. And part of the problem is not having high enough pay and not filtering and interviewing people enough that they're bringing in as law enforcement. Like I said, I support law enforcement. And I think 99% of them are great fucking people. And a lot of them are scared right now too. And what's the really shitty thing is I think that a lot of black cops are getting the worst of it. And like I said, who like thinking, should I speak on this or should I not speak on it? Well, silence never 
solves anything, to be honest. And I think that if you are generally a good person who does good things daily, helps people, has a good set of morals and values and character, then I think you can speak on any topic. Because you've also seen it, trying to see it from all angles. And the only reason why I was saying that all lives matter is because I have seen all lives suffer from traveling in India, in China, in Africa. I have seen poverty. I have seen children starving. I have seen of all races, of all ages, of all shapes, of all forms, of all religions. So I don't view things, people, humans as being white or black or gay or straight or man or woman or transgender or it's human. They're human to me. It's just human. They're human. We're human. And I don't decide who I help and who I don't help based on any of that shit. It's based on their situation and life circumstance. That's it. I've fed homeless children in India. I've fed homeless children in China. I've fed homeless children in Morocco. I don't look at it as being... When we can make it a human issue and not a racial issue, that's when we can start to get behind one another. But if it's a racial issue, we'll never get there because also white privilege now has been to the point in the past to where when white people try and speak up or try to understand they get shamed because it's white privilege. So then you don't so then people no longer want to speak up because they get shamed because they don't know what it's like because they have white privilege. So then you don't have so then they no longer want to speak up because they're afraid and now everyone's supposed to speak up. Which was interesting because when I was at a rally yesterday in my home city for everything that's going on, specifically Black Lives Matter rally, and I heard the woman that was speaking to the crowd had said something along the lines of to know your place and if you are not black you can't be part of Black Lives Matter movement and that's the problem right there is the division, is the divide the more we find ways to divide ourselves from each other, the less we will accomplish. There's no way around it. You have to unify and unite as one, as being human, something that we all have in common. The more we divide, the worse it will get. Because 
then you just won't understand. And I always say the number one human need is to be understood. And if you divide and divide and divide in every which way you can, then no one's ever going to understand either side and nothing will ever get resolved. And I'm not, it's fucked up. Like, it's not right. It's not right that when it comes to white privilege that you ha- that parents have to teach their children different things than white children that you can't dress a certain way you can't speak a certain way you can't certain times of the day in certain places you can't be walking around with your hands in your pockets or covering your face or having your hood up or don't go into this neighborhood or you can't go into that neighborhood or scared to go outside where white privilege that's not the case and I've never had that conversation and I can't imagine what it's like but I know within my own family there has been racial discrimination uh I'm Lebanese and Syrian on my mother's side from my mother and she's experienced it as well as have I and she probably more than I just for the simple fact that if she doesn't dress a certain way she doesn't often get helped in a store sometimes in retail or doesn't get the same attention that a white person gets who's maybe underdressed Significantly. So I do know what it's like, not to the extreme of what is happening. But also what we're being shown, I don't believe we hate each other that much in general as a human race. Again, I believe that's what the news and the media is showing us. Because hate sells. And another thing that is not helping the situation is when you want, when you have these white people that are claiming to be part of the protests, and I'm all for the protests, protest, 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 peace, protest, I'm all for it, but not the looting and the robbery and the vandalism and the arson, that's a problem because that's also getting put back on black people. And then you have white people who are joining in the protests, mixed in with looters, and then you have white people looting, doing vandalism, doing arson, causing shit, basically coming into their community, causing shit, and then leaving. And then it's getting blamed on black people. How does that... That is infuriating. I don't know how many white people I've seen in some of the videos online of white people thinking... I don't know if they're thinking they're fucking protesting or what they're thinking, but they're contributing to 
violence, to vandalism, to burning these places, to destruction. And then leaving, going back to wherever the fuck they came from. That's fucked up. Because then they leave these black communities in despair if they weren't already in enough because of COVID and everything else. And then it gets viewed as it's essentially exploiting them. They're going to go in and fuck shit up and then it gets blamed on black people and it makes them look even worse when that's not the case and that's not what's happening. But that's what's being shown. And it's disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. And then you have these communities where you have people who live in maybe low-income housing who now can't get to work because the bus stops were fucked up, were burnt, were ran over. Gas stations, convenience stores, things that have daily needs where people can recharge cell phones, they have to go as pay-as-you-go or get a bite to eat. People who have very little money who can no, now no longer, the, the shops are no longer open, the bus stops are no longer running because of all this looting and vandalism, which is not peaceful protest, and it is not helping the situation at all. And the same thing goes, this part of the problem is, is another prob- issue is police. They need to bring community policing back. Because what ends up happening is when you have police that live in upscale neighborhoods, or maybe not necessarily even upscale, but just a different neighborhood, and then they go to work in a 10 or 12 or 15 or whatever, an 8, a 10 hour shift in a different neighborhood, they go there, they arrest whoever or deal with whoever, or the family, the people, and then they just go back home into their neighborhood. And they don't have to live in that neighborhood and deal with the family of the people of the guy that they just arrested. So they're unaffected. But when you have police officers who are community police officers who live in the community, they do what's right for the community. They're more aware of everything that's going on in the community And who's actually causing the trouble and who's not causing the trouble. And then at the end of the day, they go home to their place, to their home in that very same community. They live there. They see it. They don't go back out into their own world and don't have to live there after. That's another problem. Like I said, guys, I I operate from the human perspective. Human. I hope this that I'm that I'm. I hope that I'm providing him with some forms of perspectives, okay? Because it's got to change. But as a human cause. When you see injustice, what do you do? This isn't, this isn't easy for me to talk about because I'm probably going to catch fucking shit for this. Because if someone takes something out of context or they just don't like what I hear or they don't listen to the very end or they don't know who I am, but what am I supposed to do? Be silent? It does nothing. 
if I'm silent, then I'm not, then if I'm silent, I'm just contributing to this problem. The problem of divide, the problem of dividing us. Where is the good? I know there's good in this world, but we don't ever see that, right? Because good doesn't sell. The protest, guys, like I'm saying, is beautiful and they should continue to go on. But war and violence is not the answer. It Violence is wrong. And I understand the frustration and I understand, but it's not going to work. It won't work. The solution has to start from home, has to start with our own daily actions and the people that we come across. And when we come across shit, we say, hey, that's not right. And then it's a ripple effect. No different than a negative ripple effect. It's a positive ripple effect. It has to start with our daily actions in our lives is the solution to start with. If you're wondering what to do, that's what you got to do. Hold yourself to a higher standard. If you posted a black square today, That's fine. I got nothing against posting a black square, bringing awareness to it. But now, that's your responsibility to uphold the entire meaning of that post. Are you going to do something? Are you doing something today? Are you doing something tomorrow? Are you going to do something next week, six months from now, six years from now, ten years from now, for the rest of your life? Are you going to be setting examples? Or was that all you're contributing was the black square post And then quiet on the social media for the rest of your day, which was probably difficult because it's just difficult to not be posting on social media. And the post that I had made yesterday uh, was accused of me making it about me and not listening. And I see that. I can see that perspective. I don't need to prove that I'm a good person and that I do good things and I don't need to post a black square to feel like I'm contributing. I've been contributing for the past 10 plus years in changing lives and helping people in any way. I don't have all this fucking money or businesses or charities to do this. I just do it with my own blood, sweat, tears, energy, grit. It's the right thing to do. And I feel like a lot of people, it was just a cop-out to say basically that, oh, look, I'm doing my part. Here's a black screen. What are they doing today? Go look at their social media today. What did they post today? Back to the usual shit. A booty photo? Some booty? Ass shot? Some abs? I don't know. Maybe some grotesque burger cheat meal. What are they doing today? Now, let's get this straight also. There's a lot of people that posted black squares yesterday that I highly respect. Highly respect. That I look up to. That I look up to for advice. That have advised me. 
that have taught me. But for those people, that black square means more, means something different to them, I believe, than the people that have literally done nothing to help, but that's their part today. That's why, that's what upset me yesterday. And usually my emotions don't get, and I waited all day and I wasn't going to say nothing, but I don't think silence is the answer. And I'm not saying that black lives don't matter. I was bringing awareness to what I'm trying to say today. And I realized how that can also be viewed as a distraction from the problem that's going on. But I think the problem of what's going on is multiple problems coming from multiple angles. Some say that, like, no matter, no matter if I if I don't pose a black square or I don't speak up, I'm I'm racist or I'm in the wrong. And if I do speak up or I do have an opinion, I'm also wrong. So, you know, I would rather probably at least speak up and try and bring some good. I'm not post. I'm not bringing negative shit. I'm. I, it's not my intention. So if I'm going to get shamed either way. then I'm going to speak up and try and help the situation. I stand with everyone. Doesn't matter. I stand with everyone. I hope this helps someone in some way shape or form like I said not everyone's going to like everything that I say probably lost followers I'm sure but if you see if you know me you know you know me that I'm always trying to do the right thing and always trying to help people. And that will never change. It starts with us, guys. It starts with you. It starts with me. It starts with everyone. You can't tell one group of people to be silent And divide us like that. It's not going to work. We need to come together. And hold each other responsible. Be the change that you want to see in this world. I beg you. Be the change. Live the change. Embody it. Ask yourself, why? 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 Why is this happening? Catch yourself when you're doing something you shouldn't be or participating in something that you shouldn't be. What are you doing right now that is contributing to this problem? I think it's kind of fucking ironic how Sony is the one 
I think it's Sony Music and maybe some other music labels, but I think it was Sony that had started the Blackout Tuesday for a good cause, I believe. But also they have made, what, millions or billions basically off of rap music, which has also contributed to part of the problem of the image of what black people are in some degree. You have a rapper who behaves a certain way and no much like that cop. One cop can ruin it all. One rapper can ruin it all. And I just find it kind of ironic how it's Sony Music who has made billions of dollars off of some of these artists who now decides that it's time for this global day of silence. And now what? Now they're going to go back to making more money with those same artists. I don't know, guys. Why? The whole point of this this episode of this podcast is just to that we all start to ask why why is this happening and where are we contributing to this problem and i believe with sony and i'm not entirely sure i should probably have done more research on this but um i believe the whole point of it was to bring awareness by the music industry stopping and not doing any business or making any money that day and sitting back and reflecting and asking those questions as to why and what to do better, how they can do better. And I believe it started with two women, two black women, two black executive women in the music industry and I can't I don't know the original hashtag but I don't believe it was blackout Tuesday it was something else and uh, you then it just kind of got out of their control and it got misinterpreted all over the place and that's why we need to talk we need to communicate we need to educate Um, so they were trying to do a good thing. And they recognize that they need to take a step back and see where to go from here because they're aware of how the industry is damaging mankind and specifically harming the image of black people. And so I'm just going to leave it at this, guys. I guess the biggest takeaway from this episode is uh, the change starts with you, with me, with us at home, but with everything that we do, um, every action that we take, speaking up when we see things that are wrong. 
not always making it about us and not being afraid to speak up and standing up for those, for people. We've all we've all been there before. We've all been in situations where we've witnessed things that shouldn't have happened and we did or said nothing about it and that can no longer happen because that sets examples for peer groups, our children, and it just continues to go through generations as people grow up. And that's where it has to start. That's where the change has to begin. And it's the opposite of being silent. But speaking for the cause and not ourselves. And speaking on behalf of human race as well. Because that's the only way that we can get that everyone will get behind it. We can't have divide. You can't divide it into groups. There will be no unity. You all have to stand for one thing of humanity moving forward. That's all I got for now, my guys. That's all I got for now. Love you guys. Love you all, every single one of you. Thank you for listening. Much love. Let's do what's right.